All right, here we are. Five, episode number five, Shooter's Gallery podcast. It's a hell of a name. It is. It is. Uh, an old friend of mine come up with that name. Um, kind of looks like Fester a little bit, but he's good. <laughs> what would you do if you had a million dollars? I'll tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man. You know, it's just a real nigga shit, your real nigga story, you know what I'm saying? Just be yourself so bitch. Oh no, my, my good friend this week, uh, Joe Donovan. Joey, as he was known in Walpole State Prison, Joey Drama. Ta-da. Joey Drama, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, because he was always in some type of, of drama. He has done more time in the hole than any, pretty much, right? I don't know how many people have done more. There's been a few, but not many. Yeah, yeah. I have about... If you add up all the whole time, 16 years? Yeah, 16 years in segregation, a lot of it in DDU and 10 block. Yeah, um, eight and a half DDU, I don't know, four, five and 10 block, nine block. Yeah, nine block yeah. wasn't bad though, right? Nine block was pretty good, man. Yeah, was, 10 block <laughs> wasn't bad when I first went in. When I first, when I yeah, first, when no, I 10 first. Block, the, 10 block was good for the whole, they give yeah, you a TV. Yeah. If you were all right, yeah, 10 block. Back then, you know, people had uh you had basically conjugal visits, so yeah. that was fun. <laughs> Ten yeah. block was all right. I remember being in nine block on Christmas Day, and um, I got my canteen like the day before. And actually, my mother, who's never visited me in prison, you know, I was in foster care when I was younger. She showed up on Christmas Day to visit me. Oh, was that in ten? Yeah, I think that was in ten block. But I remember in nine block, I got you could get your canteen. What was it, ten bucks or fifteen bucks? Yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. Right, right. And I, I think it was twenty. Yeah, yeah, twenty. And I opened up my my canteen bag, and there was a note from a friend of mine, Johnny Sheehan, who just passed away a couple. Oh, years he's ago. working the canteen. Yeah, in like uh, old colony minimum uh, or something. Uh, 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 and he actually got the order to fill my bag, and he put put some extra stuff in there for <laughs> me. But um, yeah. So people don't know about about Joe. I'll um. I'll let him tell the story because nobody can tell it uh, better than better than himself. But Joe went into prison at a real young age where I met him. And um, God, Joe, take it take it away. Um, all right. Well, it's the, we'll do a short story on that one because that's not really what the podcast is going to be about, right? But uh, yeah. but quickly. So I was with the I, I was I was by myself and. Uh, late on a Friday night, I was probably, I was just turned 17. Back then, no cell phones, you know? So uh, I I took a little nap, I overslept. I was supposed to meet my friends, I think at like six o'clock, but here it is seven. I can't find them, none of them are home. I can't, all their phones, none of them around, right? So these are the kids I usually hang out with. So I'm like, oh, they're probably at a park because you know, that's what we used to do, hang out at parks and stuff, you know? East and, Cambridge. Uh, East Cambridge, you know? And, uh, uh, you know, if they're not home, that's where they're going to be, right? So I take take a walk down to the park sitting near my house, you know? And uh, I get to the first one, and nobody's there, and I'm going to the second one, and I bump in these two kids drinking, and they want to go get more booze. And I know them peripherally. I'd say, you know, you know, like I, I'm in a – they're like in a – one's in a grade lower than me. I know his sister. We kind of know each other, but like – I wouldn't say we're best of friends. You know what I mean? We yeah. just, you know, play ball here and there, yeah. stuff like neighborhood that. Neighborhood you know? kids. Neighborhood kids, right? Don't really know them all that well. They're not my, my crew, right? But nonetheless, we go go to a store, see if we can get somebody to buy some booze for us. And I'm with these kids maybe 10 minutes, right? We bump into a couple college kids who I think they were drinking a little, you know, and uh, they were speaking another language, 
right? And when he bumped into me, I don't know why, dude. To this day, it was stupid, right? And probably the dumbest thing I ever did. And I got like offended and was like, hey, don't you say excuse me because he bumped into me and just dumb, like trying to be a tough guy kid. Showing off a little bit. Yeah, you know, probably showing off for my friends. You know how it is, right? Yeah, it ain't nothing when you, you know, uh, you could do that a million times and nothing bad would happen. I just hit the, you know, the, you know, unluckiest. Yeah, the perfect storm, right? And um, and what ended up happening was uh, I got into a, a little argument. I thought these kids were like making fun of me, but in retrospect, right, they weren't, right? They just didn't understand. They were probably a little drunk and just being goofballs, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And me being like, thinking I'm a tough kid, right, or whatever, and I get mad for whatever stupid reason, right? You know, I wasn't like mature at all, you know? Anyways, I hit the kid with a punch and uh, knock him out and break my hand. I kind of turn around for a second because my hand's broken. Like, like ah, shit, right? I remember, and I, I remember seeing the pictures all over the Boston Globe. With my hell, hand broken, yeah, With your yeah, hand broken, yeah. being arraigned in court, yeah, yeah. and it was such a big case. Yeah. International, international. Oh, case yeah, it was a huge case. It went because, uh, well, I'll get to that point. Yeah. Um, so one of the happened, and it was an MIT student at the time, so it became a big, a big thing. And um, so his friend uh, kind of was shocked, right? And one of the kids that was with me grabs that that kid, his friend, the one that didn't get hit, and pulls him to the side. So I think they're about to fight, like he's like moving him to the side. So I kind of take a couple steps in that direction. Now the kid I had hit, like it fell this way, you know. So he's like out of my view. He's he's not in my view and shit. And uh, so I'm like thinking, you know, there's going to be a fight, right? You know, I'm, I'm a kid. I'm not not thinking anything more than that, right? And for whatever reason, and he later on says that he did it because he wanted to get a trophy, whatever that means. He said, um, give me a wallet. So now it's a robbery, right? I didn't take part in that. But yeah, it was a spur of the moment, right? It's a robbery, yeah. Just and and um, at that point, some people start yelling, Hey, 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 right? Like, you know, it's we're we're in Boston, we're in Cambridge, right? And and uh, so I'm like, Screw this, I'm getting out of here. I turn, I see the other kid I was with, the 15 year old, and he's kind of like over the dude I had punched, right? I don't know what he's doing, right? Maybe it looks like he's hitting him, I don't know, right? Like he's just over him, right? And whatever, I just run, right? And we end up getting Dave run or whatever. We go to a store, this and that. Uh, like we didn't even go far. We just crossed over to Boston. Thought it was just a stupid assault. Like didn't think they yeah, would really be bridge. looking for us, right? Yeah. And um, like it wouldn't have been a big deal had it just been that, right? Back then. And anyways, um, I come out of the store, right? I go in the store. I come out of the store and um, I go take a pee, whatever. I take a piss around the corner, come back out. And this kid's wiping blood off a knife. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck, dude? I'm like, and then I think, at first I said, would you just stab somebody? Right? Because I'm thinking, like, I didn't see none of that shit. You know what I mean? It didn't even occur to me. And then like what he's saying, it pops in my head. Oh shit, this kid 
just to stab that kid that I yeah. hit, right? And I'm like, what the fuck? And then like, I can see he's nuts, you know what I mean? Like yeah. whatever the fuck he's saying, right? And anyways, the cops like roll up on us, like right after that, arrest us. Dude, it turns into like international news. Some cop says that we're uh, playing the game knockout, right? Come up, it comes up with the, the story. Nobody's ever even heard of this before, right? Somebody comes up with a story, newspaper article runs it. That gets picked up across the country. He was from right? Germany, right? The student, the MIT the, student was that from, uh, Was from Norway. Norway. Right? And like, you know, it became a big issue that everybody's writing it, towns versus gowns. It didn't help that like, like all the high school kids in the high school are all like trying to defend us. Like, oh, this is bullshit. You know what yeah. I mean? So now they're like, and then the newspapers, you know, really gaslighting it because it was like a slow news month, right? So like- Not anymore. Right, right, right. But 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 if, if people remember just even a few years ago, right? Before kind of COVID, right? Um, the, the newspapers catch a case, right? Whatever big case, when there's no cases, they catch a big case, they stop paying attention to it. And they make it news. They make it yeah. news, right? They make people pay attention to it. And um, so they came up with this knockout thing. Ended up being bullshit. But it like polluted everybody's minds, right? When they, we go up to the jurors, they ask the jurors like, hey, have you heard the story? Everyone knows it. People are just like, yeah, these kids are guilty. They should get hung and blah, 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 blah right? And it's like, they wanted, they wanted me to, uh, they know I didn't do really much in this, right? Yeah, you threw a punch. Right. And the other kids, as soon as they get to the police station, all start rolling. I don't, right? And um, I just shut my mouth, you know? And they're like, well, these kids already told themselves. And they lied like six ways to Sunday anyway. And each lie hurt themselves more than it hurt anybody else. And uh, they're like, you know, you didn't lie, right? You didn't say anything yet, right? We'll do a deal with you. I could have got off, you know, I, I got a few years. Yeah, testified but, against. Uh, yeah, yeah, I testified against other kids. But like my lawyer says at the time, he goes, well, you know, even with the story you're saying to me, because, you know, you tell your lawyer kind of what happened. Yeah, of course. He goes, even when the story you're saying to me, he's like, that's really not a crime, right? I and mean, they're going to want like you to remember more stuff. And I'm like, what do you mean, remember more stuff? And he's like, you know, like, say if you were to remember, and he starts giving me scenarios of how the lie back. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's what's going to happen to me. These kids are just going to, these lawyers are going to tell these people like this what to say to fuck me over, right? And that's, and, but I was like, I'm not doing this shit. I'm not going to be involved in this shit, right? I don't give a fuck. I, I remember when. And I went, and I ended up just taking the hit. I, I remember when it happened, when. You know, I, obviously, I know about joint venture a little bit. You know, a lot yeah. of a lot of people don't know about it. If if me and you decide we're going to rob a bank, and I yeah. go in and I kill someone, and you're sitting in the car, you're you're being yeah. charged with murder, right. and that's that's the law in Massachusetts. And I remember, you know, they charged you with with felony murder because yeah. they said it was an armed robbery, which it was right. it's just a spur of the moment thing, you know. Right. And and when I I they actually have, they have since you know they have since made those laws illegal. They have said that. Um, you can't charge anybody with felony murder anymore because it's unconstitutional because of outcomes like my case, but they won't make it retroactive, right? Yeah. So, so if you're in there, you're So stuck. if you're already in and they yeah. screwed you over and they know they made it illegal. Yeah, it's not grandfathered. They, they don't, so, yeah. yeah, they don't go back. But what people don't know about Joe is- um, the, You're not going to talk about the homosexual stuff, right? No. We'll, okay. Good, good, uh, don't worry. Right. We'll we'll touch on that. Okay, after. Okay. Um, no, but what what they don't know is is the 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 kid who actually committed the murder 
did what, 11 years, Sean? What are you doing? Um, less. I think he did like seven. Oh, my right? God. He did seven. The yeah. other one who testified against did about both the same of them thing. Seven or eight. did about the same thing. Yeah. So Joe goes to trial, and they find him guilty of first-degree murder, felony murder during the course of a robbery. And at 17, well, he was awaiting trial for a little bit, but at 17, 18, they come back with a guilty verdict, and they sentence him to natural life in prison with um, no chance of parole. And, you know, we used to laugh about it in there, you know, just like like he said, it was probably the worst decision he ever made. I mean, I don't think you could make a, a worse decision than throwing that punch. That was a terrible decision. But we used to break his balls in there a little bit, and I'd say... You know, you're doing the, you're doing your life for, for throwing a punch at somebody. Like, talk about bad luck, you yeah. know. And and you tell people the story, and they just they can't even they couldn't even grasp yeah. it. Like, you know, so CEOs would come by and go, "Boy, you know how many times I've gotten a fight when I was a kid? Yeah. Holy shit!" Right? They all say it to me. You know? So Joe got involved in. And when he says he did 16 years in the hole, he did 16 years in <laughs> segregation in the hole. Pretty like bad I've been places. in 10 blocks. You know, I've been in the hole a lot too, but I mean, you know, when I want to tell people I did nine months straight in the hole, this and that, people are like, what? But I always think of like you and other people. Yeah. I know that like you did what, five years straight? Five years you, straight one Five time, years yeah. straight in the hole at one yeah. point of the sentence, you know? Mm -hmm. It was good to get a break from you though every now and then. They <laughs> take you back to the hole, you know? Sometimes I get in trouble just to go be with him in the hole a little bit, but um, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I am Mike's walking through. We hang out for a month or two. You go back on the pop. I yeah. stick around. It, it's like play when, some chess. Yeah, it's the same thing as when you're a lifer in prison and you see guys get out. And then they're back and they come back doing two, three years. Yeah, yeah. Like and I used to see you all yeah, the time. Yeah, and yeah. then they come back again. You're like, what the fuck, man? And, he, and yeah. he's still sitting there. I'd be like, like hey, Mike, you been on a diet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll train, run and train for the marathon. I come back 50 pounds lighter, you know? Um, so Joe, we used to, I used to, you know, I used to fuck with Joe a lot. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. We used to pull some pranks on each other in there to make it fun. And um, one of the, one of the. Our buddy Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, yeah, Kevin. Yeah. One of the best ones was, um, you know, people don't know this, but there used to be like TV digest. So every yeah. week you get this TV digest in the mail and you look at it. TV guide. Yeah. TV, TV guide. guide. Yeah. Oh, this okay. program's on, you know, eight o'clock. <laughs> you guys night. at this shit. Seinfeld, you know, so, or whatever it was. So he'd get this, Joe would lock in on certain nights. So I want to watch this program on PBS or whatever. And we were constantly pranking Joe. So I used to love documentary. I yeah, still do. Yeah. Uh, all that yeah. stuff. So, so yeah. me and uh, this other kid who was doing a life sentence, Kevin, a kid from Dorchester. We come up with this idea where we had an old um, TV guy. Yeah, like two months old yeah, or four two months, months old, old or something, right? So what we did, we took a razor and we sliced off perfectly the, the cover of the new, <laughs> and we like overlapped it on the end. We had like this glue and a little tape, and we put it together so it looked perfect. So we're down <laughs> the there level playing. of the <laughs> level of friggin' <laughs> boredom you guys had. Right. So <laughs> we're playing cards, and Joe's like, "Oh, I'm gonna lock in. You know, I want to watch this program tonight. You know, on like PBS." So we're like, "Oh, you know, what's it about?" And yeah. he's, you know, telling me right. So so it goes on for like two or three nights, right? And then he locks in one night and he goes, Mike Lee, you motherfucker. <laughs> Every night I'm walking in like, nothing's on TV that I want to watch. What the hell's going on, right? Like all the schedule change? What the fuck? So, you know, even in, even in a place like that, man, you know, we had a lot of fun. I used to eat Mike all the Mike don't remember. Food. You don't remember the, um, the, 
I forget a lot. You know, I was um, in a coma the, for a while. The onions and the the onions the roaches, with the roaches yeah. and the jet. So to get them back, we took, there used to be roaches, right? Which by the way, prison used to be full of roaches. They came by with some spray and sprayed it while you were all there, right? It killed all the roaches. I'm pretty sure we're all going to die of this, right? <laughs> Anything that kills every roach in a place, right? And they don't ever come back, right? It's got to kill you, right? So anyway, um, it was roaches. And so we took the, the buddy eyes used to freaking have like a little, he used to call it the biosphere, right? And so we took some roaches from the biosphere and we put them in uh, like an old onion in Mike's jacket, right? And <laughs> left it in his cell and we forgot about it, right? <laughs> like it was so long. It was sitting there. It must have been a month or something. Finally, one day it's cold, right? Mike throws the jacket on. He's trying to say he's got roaches. He's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> roaches on me, right? Like it was great, right? <laughs> then like they take the can of tuna fish, throw the cans of tuna fish under somebody's bed. They're like, what? Who the fuck is eating raw, fucking rotten fish, right? It's yeah, all you smell yeah. for like three days till you go to sweep under your bed and you find them <laughs> fucking cans of fucking mackerel. Yeah, yeah we had a lot of boredom in there. So, yeah, you know, we, we drive we, each other nuts. You know, we made the best of it. What about know? when you ate all my canteen, you fucker? Yeah. So <laughs> I have a cell full of food, right? And uh, I had you a job. still have people that loved them out there. Not like, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. And I, like had hustles, us, like, and yeah, I yeah. had hustles, you know. <laughs> and so, um, you yeah, know. I used to do people's laundry. Yeah, well, that too. You know, only the boxes. <laughs> only the boxes, right? But uh, I, I have an art hustle. You know, I, uh, I can draw very well. And so I used to make money on that. And I'd make money on... Um, I'd make money on like two for one stuff and gambling and stuff like that. Right. So, so anyways, um, my cell would be always full of food. You know, Mike comes out of the hole. He's starving. Right. Hasn't eaten anything in months. Right. And he comes into the unit and he's looking at me and he's like, dude, uh, what's up? Uh, we hug. I'm like, bro, I got to get to work. I'm going to get off early though. I'm a, I'll leave after an hour, but I have to go to this movement. I'll be back in like an hour, hour and a half. He's like, all right, cool. So I take, I'm like, help yourself. Eat whatever you want. I got shit, right? So I just leave Solid him in my move. cell. Drama, right? being a always, gentleman. Always a gentleman, kid. <laughs> always a gentleman, right? So I let him stay in my cell. I take off to, I take off to uh, work. I come back, right? This dude is laying on my bed, right? There is wrappers everywhere <laughs> everywhere right honey bun wrappers there's there's sandwiches half made bagels that we eaten and like must have been like 40 50 dollars like a week's worth of food right like i'm, I'm like I looking at two him. boxes he's, of cupcakes maybe? yeah he's he's laying on, the, on my bed with his Head hanging off the side of his the bed, right? Oh, oh, and he looks like Pooh Bear. I don't know if anybody remembers Pooh Bear with the honey, right? Google it. It was Mike. His stomach is huge at this point. He looks like he's pregnant, right? I, I literally I said, I got sick. I got sick. I said, I how, ate too much. how How could you do it? How? And he's like, dude, I just started smashing food. It was so fucking good. He's like, and then, man, I got really sick, so I threw it all up. Then I got hungry again. I'm like, dude, I was only gone for an hour, dude. Right? How is this possible? Myself's fucking wrecked. He's laughing. <laughs> People don't know about, you know, when you're, when you're in the hole like that for a while and you don't get no good food. Like, yeah. I, um, another friend of ours, Justin, another yeah. Cambridge kid who was a lifer. 
I saw him recently. He was um, a good kid. Yeah, he's a great uh, kid, Justin uh, Holmes, and doing he, very well. Yeah, he's doing great. And uh, he was on a union site, and somebody Facetimed me, and they're like, "Oh, I'm with, you know, I'm with someone who knows you." And it was Justin. And, uh, um, Justin was another one who did. He did five years in the hole with Mikey Skinner that time, right? Yeah, he did four five, or five or something. Yeah, yeah four he or did five a nice little stretch. Yeah, in DDU in the hole, and I, I had never met him, but I had heard his name plenty of times. So he came in the block, and I heard his name. So uh, obviously, I go right over to a cell with a bag of food, you know, peanut butter, jelly, honey buns. Yeah, and yeah. He was telling yeah. me those chocolate granola bars. Oh, right? those things are great, the, the, bro. Yeah, the, the all, chocolate. All gas station for everything that you can find at Seven Eleven or Speedway is what is in canteen. Yeah, that's the, your food for the rest like of your the, life. The macaroon coconut granola bars dipped in chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. fucking things were phenomenal. Everything. The food so, that people can make with this stuff. I could, yeah, I so. can cook. Let me go to 7 Eleven. I'll cook you a gourmet meal, <laughs> yeah. right? A gourmet meal on that so, stuff. He, you know, after not eating canteen, just eating that prison food for five years in the hole. Like you yeah. haven't had a Snickers bar, you haven't had a honey bun. And when they say they give you like a scoop of rice, dude, it is a ice cream scoop of rice, right? Yeah. You know, that's what you're getting. You're getting like. A burger, one little thing ass patty that's not even real, yeah. right? And you know, it's 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 bad food. It's really bad food. And if you don't like that food, well, you don't eat. Yeah, right. Yeah, you. It, it, it's funny when you're in the hole, like once in like on a Saturday. Sometimes every two Saturdays, you get like a a hamburger, and there'd be like two packets of sweet relish, and, and you're like, save, "Oh my god!" You'd yeah. Save one of them and have yeah. it on your desk. Like, yeah, right. Or an apple. The and apple if a cop threw away that fucking day, yeah, oh my god, you'd rip out. Yeah. You'd rip out. That's yeah. it. I'm. That's yeah, it. I'm, like I'm saving go two packets of sweet relish. That's yeah. how hungry I am. Yeah. Or an apple. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Dude, about. salt and pepper packets. Yeah. I used to have to smuggle salt and pepper packets because if you had any. Any salt and pepper packets that were extra, right? They would throw them out, right? Imagine and I'd be so like, petty. dude, you only get salt and pepper. Like one out of five meals, they'd put a couple packets of salt and pepper. And believe me, dude, that food needs something, right? Yeah. So like you would savor it for the worst possible meal so you could stomach that, yeah, right? Yeah. And they would throw it out and you would feel like the, they somebody burned your house down, right? Yeah. <laughs> I remember once with Joe, Joe, um, we used to, you know, mess around with each other and do stupid pranks as always. So sometimes, like, I'd, I'd fill out a medical slip and put it in this box in the block, and it, I'd peel it out like Joe Donovan. W yeah, 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 yeah. Five, five. Oh, you five, five? Yeah, yeah. How do you know this shit? What were you doing? Five, five, three, one, three, bro. Five, five, three, one, three. You like that? Dude, you got a fucking weird memory. You don't remember cockroaches on you. You remember stuff like that. I know. It's crazy. So so I'd fill out, like, a six slip and say, Joseph Donovan, you know, I have, you know, pus coming out of my fucking yeah, anus. So yeah, uh, yeah, my yeah. big toe is, yeah, you know, yeah, I have an ingrown yeah, toenail. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they'd call him out and call him to the hospital, the HSU. Yeah, um, you know, how's your big toe? He's like, what? You know what I mean? So so Joe knew about me that um, I was uh, sharing needles with with everybody on the yeah. street, uh, yeah. you know, with somebody who was HIV, a close friend of mine. And I remember like boo-boo. I would mm -hmm. I would run in boo-boo's house like, boo-boo is the works, right? The works being being uh, hypodermic needles. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, I don't got any. And I'd jump up on the cabinet and he'd have one. I knew where he'd hide his. And he had, you know... I don't know, full-blown AIDS. That's even a real thing. He had HIV, like yeah. bad. So he'd be like, Mike, no, you know, he'd have tears in his eyes, you know? And I'd grab him, boo, boo shut the fuck up. i throw, I throw the shit in the spoon. I'd be mixing it up. And he'd be like, there's bleach right there. And bleach would kill HIV. But I didn't like using bleach because it would- Burn? The, the, no, because the, the rubber- plunger on the inside it wouldn't be like smooth it would be like squeak i'd be like no nah, i don't like using bleach and i just hit it with water like two three times and <laughs> it's bam. amazing bro and, and yeah and he'd just be like like tears in his eyes you know he's like family and he'd be like 
what are you doing, man? What are you doing? And I remember saying to him, you don't understand. I don't give a fuck if I live or die. Do you understand? Yeah. I don't care. It's and amazing then, you didn't catch that shit. It's I amazing. know. And then yeah. I go to prison or whatever and I get clean and be like, oh my God, you know, you know, yeah. what, what did I do? But I better not share somebody's, uh, I better not share somebody's nail clipper. So, uh, when, <laughs> so Joe actually puts in a six slip because he knows, you know, it's in the back of my mind. I'm real nervous. He puts in a six slip. To get tested for HIV. <laughs> so they call me one they call me one day. I go down to the uh, HSU hospital and I go in there like, you know, lady's got a little thing and everything. Uh -huh. And I put the thing, I'm like, yeah, what's this? Oh, you draw blood for what? Oh, didn't you fill this out for an HIV test? I'm like, fucking Joey drama, right? <laughs> so I am like certain things in my life, like Oh, he was in prison. He's just not. But believe me, I'm I'm a I'm a fucking coward with some things. Excuse um, my language. Yeah, right? like bread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, tell that story in a second. So yeah, I was scared to death. I didn't want to know, right? I didn't want to know if if I had it. But you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'll just do it. So they says, you know, we'll have the results. I forget what it was. It two weeks to a month. It was a while then. It wasn't like it is now. It wasn't this rapid right, thing, right? right? But they send it out back then. So I'm in the max end, and um. Two weeks goes by and, you know, a month. And then they're like, oh, the lady who gives the results, um, she quit her job. So they look, I'm like, really? That's it. So, so when you're in the max end, they, there's three tiers and they bring all the food into the block, the trays, and they put them on this metal table and they'll crack the first tier and everyone will walk out and grab their tray and their right. juice and come right. in and they lock in, you eat in your cell. Then they do the second tier, then they do the third tier. That's always fun times. So I'm Usually halfway through, somebody gets stabbed yeah. and you're waiting an hour and a half for your food, almost yeah. always. So yeah. I'm waiting. Um, I'm way up on the third tier. So they do count. And then like an hour later, they'd crack the doors for chow. So I'm laying there on my bed and all of a sudden there's a cop at my door with a feed-in tray and people that had HIV that were HIV positive yeah. before you come out to get your meal they would come to your cell and give you this tray with like the, a little extra the, food yeah the, yeah. In, the ensure protein yeah. drinks yeah. Yeah. and some other yeah. things and he comes in and he's all of a sudden I'm like shocked because he's at my door I'm waiting for the door to open they already did count and he goes Lee diet meal Oh. And, they, and they take like your fingernail and write Lee in the styrofoam on it. It says Lee with my cell number. <laughs> and here I am. It's wow. like, you must have <laughs> known somebody in the kitchen. Yeah. It's like five or six weeks. I'm waiting for this HIV result and they don't even give it to me. And then they give me this diet meal. And I remember I took it and you know, I didn't even open it. I put it on the desk and I'm just sitting on the edge of my bed. I'm like, wow. Like that's how they tell you. Like <laughs> they just say, yeah, you just get the fucking insure protein drinks and, and you know, and that's it. Right. <laughs> so the doors crack to get my tray and I don't even go out. You know, now a couple of guys, Bob, a good couple of yeah. guys like, Hey Mike, what's up? You didn't, you know, can we get your tray? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. They're like, you all right, man. You didn't come out. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not hungry, you know? And I'm sitting in there and it's like two, three hours, you know, just, just thinking about everything, you know, I'm 25, 26 years old and I'm like, fuck, you know, you know, it wasn't a shock. Right. And then I opened the tray and it's stuffed with Snickers bars and honey buns and granola bars. And it was my friend here and my friends who worked in the kitchen. They knew I was in the max and I just got out of the hole. And I didn't have any food. And they, um, they took a, they took a tray and they put snuck all stuff in it and they put it on the, on the diet meal trays. And I was like, I told the cop to give it yeah, to him. Yeah. 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 I, was, I was never so fucking mad in my life. I wanted to strangle him. You know what I mean? So I'm like, but at that point I, I still didn't know, you know, if, if I had it, but, um, 
Yeah, I came back negative, and then I get out and kept doing the same thing with Boo Boo. You know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just, yeah, that's it's amazing. You might actually have an immunity. They should probably test you. <laughs> Pfizer, uh, <laughs> one of these companies, should grab you and snatch you up and yeah. run your blood. It's probably. So, yeah, I mean, you're probably uh, gonna cure to like most most illnesses. Yeah, for, for you, you might be the cure, bro. Right? You might be. Right? So, um, yeah, man, so, that was that was so. A Mike, scary Mike said, "Is you know, he's a, it's weird the things you're scared of, right? Like, it's funny, like, uh, get into a fight, and uh, you know, somebody could have ten guys could come at me with knives. I'm not as worried of certain that as certain other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Mike." Who is like, you know, obviously uh, was doing a lot of dumb maneuvers out in the street and stealing things and doing whatever he did to get by when he was, you know, oh, using. Yeah. You name it. Um, yeah. Hi, right. Jack. Thank God, dude. Cars, Thank God. Bags. You, got you sober, name it. I did, right? I did everything. You're an inspiration you know? kid, honestly. Right. Thank but you, a- a- anyway, um, uh, I hate to kiss your ass, but that's a really right. Um, and you're a I, miracle. So, you dude, know. hey, I am a miracle and you are an inspiration. It's unbelievable. A miracle and inspiration working right here together. But, uh, <laughs> but honestly, especially, you know, you did that for your daughter, bro. Like, dude, props, bro. Anyways, um, um, but Mike, you know, this, you know, badass bean shooter criminal, right? <laughs> we, we happened to be in a unit and there was no bread that week and canteen or whatever. The only place that has bread is chow hall. We have food. We don't want to eat the chow hall food because at this point we're in population. And the one good thing about being in population is you can kind of scavenge better food than you would get in the chow hall, you know, but you have to have some sort of hustle. So we got the hustle, we got food, right? But we don't have bread. So the only way to get the bread is to go into the chow hall and smuggle bread basically yeah, out of the chow in, hall. You bring in an empty bread bag. You and bring everyone, an empty bread bag, some you sort of bread, thing. You, you wrap the bread up and you bring the bread back, you, you know, your waistline. in your waistline, whatever, under your arms, whatever, right? So we're doing this, me and Kevin, you know, <laughs> we're getting bread back. And I look over at Mike. And the look of fear I'm like on Mc this Lo- guy's. I'm, I'm like McLovin sweat- walking out, right. of the, out of the package store. He's sweating. <laughs> he's shaking. No, I'm like, no, 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 that's not getting crazy. I'm like, what are you <laughs> doing, dude? He's like, crazy. he's like, dude, I robbed banks. Like, I've done all types of crazy shit. He's like, uh, I can't believe I'm I'm fucking scared shitless of stealing some bread out of the show hall. He's like, what the I'm fuck is going as on? Anything. I'm looking he's, all around. He's even like- making fun of himself. He's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on with me. He's like, I'm really worried. So we're sitting at the table and I'm like Mike dude they're definitely watching you I don't know dude you're just looking really bad with like fucking with him the whole time he's sketched out right you know what I mean of course we're giving him more bread than we all have we're hoping he gets busted you know what I mean he's like I'm never gonna make it with this like that you look fine dude you look like the steak puff marshmallow man walking out of there with all the bread on him I can't believe he got by right but it's so funny but uh remember um Remember the other one there? We were me and Eddie on uh, night were, were messing with. I heard Eddie kind of went bad in there, but oh really? Yeah, yeah, I heard yeah, some, some stuff. Bad yeah. Things, but yeah, I, lo- yeah. I love Eddie. But um, you know, people, people, the thing with prison is like, it's gonna drive you nuts. Uh, it's gonna make you super strong. Uh, you know, it's like a very few people get super strong. Most people yeah. go freaking nuts. And especially right? guys that did a lot of time in the hole, that breaks some people. Oh, it breaks so many people. So many tough I mean, dudes I've met that just went completely I mean, insane. It didn't break you, Joe, but- Luckily. Trust me, there's some chinks in the armor. 
Oh, dude, don't get me wrong, yeah, right? Yeah, I know yeah. I'm a little nuts, but yeah, like, but yeah, yeah, but I'm aware the- of my my little idiosyncrasies and stuff. The thing wow, is, that's a big word. I, yeah, well, you know, what I mean, yeah, there's one thing good thing about prison. I just got, Google that idiosyncrasy. I got, <laughs> right? the I got a college education in prison. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've read me, over ten thousand books. Me too. I was you know what I mean? I read a lot of books. You know, so. and like, and I I spent my time learning. And trying to grow. I think that's one of the things that saved me from the whole time is being able to at least read certain things and try to, you know, better myself. And I think the other thing was I went at such a young age that like, and then like, as soon as I went in the joint, I was in Walpole, like immediately somebody gets killed in front of me, locked down. Joe got involved in a fight and he ended up fighting this guy. James Skinner, <laughs> whose name is Skin Tight. How many guys has he killed? Now? They shipped him to New Hampshire State I think Prison, three now. and he immediately murdered a white supremacist. Yeah, he beat up five dudes at once. He yeah, beat up this five guy, dudes, and then one of them Skin Tight. I don't know how Joe survived this. He would. That's why he was Joey Drama. He, he always <laughs> ended luck. up, but he, yeah, he ended up in a fight. That was his, right when he first got there. How would you do in the hole after that? Tried well, to. You trying to stab him with a broken broomstick? Well, yeah, I had a, I had a, bro- Joe I had a broomstick. Joe tried to step spear him like a gentleman. <laughs> but, you know, he had a knife, too. He caught me in the hand with a knife. Yeah. But, like, dude, it wasn't like... Uh, Joe's a knife fighter. Yeah. Me, it wasn't, I just, I just draw yeah. the dick beaters yeah, around. Yeah, I'm, no, well, I'm no fucking... You know, in prison, in prison it's, it's a tough place. But but um, um, you got to do what you got to do to survive at all times, right? Yeah, no doubt. But, um, but it wasn't like, uh, like it was a planned thing. I come walking into the unit... And after years of doing prison time, like people are creatures of habit, right? And I guess it's the same on the street or whatever, but, but like, uh, you notice certain people at certain times hang out in certain spots, this and that. Your brain, I guess, just kind of. And you sense you recognizes it. You know right that away. pattern. And when that pattern is broken. Something ain't right. Something ain't right. Just like the so silence. I, when it, right, You just right, feel it. Right. You feel you something, something real bad is about to happen. You can hear something. Your, your brain, your spidey sense is tingling. I walk in. And like, I used to be able to tell immediately when I walk on a block of this tension, right? The cops can't too. Yeah. The oh, cops yeah. don't sue. You know what I mean? They'll start calling for backup or having people run in the galleries and yeah. shit like that. So. The so, gallery is, um, ah, it's yeah. like a, up, up against the wall. It's up high and there's like, they got these mirrors. They're like, they put them up and they're like two way mirrors and they walk in these galleries and they can see across in all the cells. Yeah. So when he well, says when we don't wreck them. Yeah, because right? like, yeah, like just out, yeah. wet toilet paper yeah, on them yeah. to try to, you know, what I mean, Fire they're constantly cleaning them out. off and shit, yeah, yeah. put in whatever the yeah. hell get that in there, right? <laughs> but uh, I remember one time guys were whipping cans of soup at uh, cans of stuff at the cop, and I think it was Tommy Lyons was like, "Hey, hey, hey, what's that? A can of roast beef? Here, here's a can of forty cents tomato soup. Yeah. Give me the, give me the, give me <laughs> yeah. the roast beef can. That's good, man. What are you could be kidding me, right? Beef stew or something, you know? But um, but. So yeah, they call the people in the gallery. So anyways, this shit's happened in the unit. I know right off the rip, something's up, but I don't, I, I hadn't done enough time to realize what was going on. And there was basically a big misunderstanding uh, in a fog of war where people had a lot of tension and one person kind of thought that the other person was moving on them, that that uh, one dude thought that um, Dennis Day was moving on him and the... Uh, in the stairwell, but meanwhile, Dennis, Dennis, Dennis just Dennis was, Day is a, a killer. He's an older white guy. Yeah. He's been in there for a while, and yeah. he's got some bodies in there. Yeah, small little guy, but a small take little your guy. Life. 
At the end, he started sucking dick, I think. But at the, you know, before that, he was he was dangerous. Yeah, but uh, probably he, still like, dangerous. Into, yeah, he turned into like a strange bird at the end. Like, Did he, huh? oh man, he'd I walk seen around. Him. Yeah, I was he was with um, Strickland in the freaking shower, dude. Wow. I was like, what the hell, Lucky? Remember Lucky, uh, Black Lucky? No. Uh, Fernandez, he's a good dude, right? He was like, um, he's like, hey Joe, you know your buddy Dennis? I'm like, yeah. He's like, because I had just moved to oh, Old Colony. Strickland. He's like, he's like, come on in the unit for a second. He tells the cop, hey, he's coming in here. The cop's like, yeah, all right, go ahead. So I'm hanging. He's like, just hang out here for a minute. Dennis comes walking out of the shower with the gangster. He had like this gangster bathrobe that was like old. Like, they like, must have let in 20 years ago and somehow he still yeah. got his hands on it, right? And he comes walking out just with the towel around his neck, this little friggin' dude, right? And then about two minutes later, 30, Lucky's like, wait for it, wait for it. Fucking Strickland comes Were out of the same. Colony? Yeah, same fucking uh, shower. Old Colony, the shower doors yeah. are like, it's like a one-person shower. It's like a door you open up and, and you go in. And you in. can go so, in there, right? So if you see another guy walking out. Yeah, there was only, there's only one shower head, <laughs> yeah. right? There's only one shower and there ain't much room in there. <laughs> trying to save right? water. Huh? Trying yeah, trying to, to save water. water. You know <laughs> what I mean? They seen that Al Gore thing. They're like, hey, you know, we're going to save the planet. Oh, shit. Um, but, oh, but, hold on, hold on one second. Yeah. Uh-huh. This, um, we got a sponsor on this episode, right, Justin? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The sponsor oh, nice. on this episode is um, Broadway Home Improvement. Nice. Best roofers in town. Can we get a, can you get the back of the shirt? We can read it. Right, we nailed, we nailed your mom's roof and she loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. That's great. Yeah. 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 That was, uh, you know, uh, nice marketing there. Yeah. Right? All yeah. from Shovel and Snow, kid. Yeah. It started out. Unfucking real. And, 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 um, and Shovel and Roofs. Yeah. Unfucking real. But, anyways, to get back to the, the other thing, right? Uh, and um, so, oh. And beanshooterbrand.com. Nice. Right? Yeah. Best hats in town, kid. Yeah, right. Right, they are pretty nice. Yeah, we'll I like. I like. I like how you get the shooting style, like the old, like yeah. the old uh, commercials. You know, yeah. like the more you know, the more you know. <laughs> All right. Back to Joey drama. Sorry, I'm yeah. terrible. Like hey, that. listen, man, got to pay the bills, kid. <laughs> right? Yeah, know? absolutely. So, so um, and not for nothing, you do the good work. <laughs> Right on the on the uh, the roofing, I I see that shit all the time. I'm like, wow, this shit looks nice. Yeah, but um, um, so if you need a roof, people need a roof. You know what I mean? Broadway Home Improvement. Hey, listen, I throw my painting thing out there all the time too. You got to keep another doing great, it. Another right? great painter right here. Joe right. actually painted my first sober house. I yes, yes, I did paint that house. That's yeah. right. I forgot. Yeah, I kind of forget about that sometimes. But yeah, I did. Right. Sometimes that was a, it was a good time, and I'm way better now. You know, that was like I was like. Second or third year apprentice at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyways, who knew you had to go through four years of training in school to be a freaking painter, right? Yeah. Like, I didn't know that when I got no, that shit. Union's different. Right, right. It's different. You have to know all the different stupid shit, right? But I mean, it's not stupid, but it's like technical stuff. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so I come back in the unit, right? Spidey senses tingling. There was a big misunderstanding. Fog of war. Everybody's saying to everybody, oh, they're moving. They're moving on us. Everybody gets nervous. It's just like, Everywhere else in the world, wars happen like this all the time. One side thinks the other side's doing something that they're probably not doing. It's a misunderstanding, but then it's too late. It's too late to stop it. Momentum builds, bang. So the fight happens. But I don't really know this. I'm walking on the first floor, right, which they call the flats. And all of a sudden, a bunch of black people come out of their rooms with weapons, right? And I realize- I hate when that happens. Yeah, I realize- 
Hey, I'm the only white dude here. It's never a good sign. Yeah. I mean, I don't know much, but I, you know. Right, right. And, you know, like I grew up in Cambridge, right? So, like, not like a really, really, like, you know, uh, racially motivated town. You know what I mean? Like, I grew up with all types of races there. Right, right. And so, like, I was never really a big thing for me, right? But, like, prison's different. It was, like, segregated, you know? And so, like, I come on. I can't be like, hey, look at dude, like. Yeah. Like I'm for Cambridge. Like no, hey, you know, like I'm yeah. not really with it. It yeah. doesn't matter. You're white. They're coming for you yeah. because yeah. you know they think that you're going to be on the other side. It's yeah, just and how even it if is. you're friends with someone, you know, that's just how it goes. Dude, Afterwards, you, you shake be, hands. But if it when, and it's happened if to me, some, yeah. If something you pops be, off, you know what side you're on, and it's unfortunate. But right, them you have the no rules. choice. You yeah. have no choice. Hey, we didn't right. make the rules. Right, right. The <laughs> war happens, and then you worry about that shit after. You try not to fight your friend. Yeah. That's the best thing you can do. You have a, a black dude who's a friend of yours. You just kind of see him this way. Well, you go, let's do this. You know what I mean? You go yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is yeah. it. But, um, yeah, so I, I kind of got, like, people could start running at me. I ran up the stairs. Somebody came at me. I grabbed the stick that was there, started fighting. Somebody tried to grab the stick. I Then I took a stick away from another guy. Beat him down. Then it just so happened that I I ended up doing good. I got tunnel vision. I don't know. You know what I mean? I can fight. You know, it's so I ended up well, doing jury's good. still out on that. Yeah, right, right. Jury's you know? still out on that. And uh, <laughs> so so uh, I ended up doing good. You know, and it ha- and the cops where where I was fighting though was like like right where the cops could see. Like that's what they seen more than anything else. So of course, like. They like, wow, this kid's like freaking dangerous. You know what I mean? But meanwhile, it wasn't that. It was it just that's the only thing you could see. So yeah. you know, they were just all concentrating on that. So Joe, you know what Joe did? He snapped the stick in, in half, like I know I'm gonna date myself. <laughs> yeah, like Bo Jackson would strike out, right? And he'd fucking just snap the bat over his knee. Joe like snapped the stick in half and started doing like things to put him around like nunchucks. And then made more a, like a spear. Then he made a spear with his teeth. And, and the guy. I don't know if it was that badass, but <laughs> we but, need we need but, video footage. But dude, not for nothing. You think, it's you like, think maybe you know? Yeah, dude, like really, it's like it was probably like the whole fight probably lasted like two minutes. It felt like five hours. Yeah, it's a long. You it's know what I mean? Time. And like then everybody kind of rolled upstairs. People were running at everybody. Somehow I ended up being right in front of Skin Tight, right? And um, because he was gonna try to stab Dennis, because Dennis got hit with a mop ringer. It was a whole crazy thing. Yeah. I got a, ribs broken. The cops come in with machine guns at the end of this. It was crazy, yeah, right? They broke gas. to the roof, yeah. right? And like, this is like, dude, I, I hadn't even been in prison for a year yet. And this happened to me, right? Joey drama. My first ticket ever, my first time getting in trouble ever was this. Tickets are D-report. Yeah, D-report. So like, know, they sanction you and sanction right. you It's like an indictment and, in prison, yeah. right? And they give you a ticket. I go to the hole. I get two, two years for my first ever ticket. Did DDU. That's what I got, right? But did they close down DDU? I I don't know, dude. Right? They really should. That place really drives people fucking Yeah, nuts, DDU right? was a special um segregation block they built yeah. in Walpole and uh yeah. just just bad. I think they actually yeah, because they closed Walpole down. There's no more DDU. Yeah. I think Walpole's well, gone now, right? Walpole, I think they did shut it down. They made it some sort of administrative thing. It was like right? classification for a while. Anymore, they maybe a few guys. What a dungeon that place was. That Wasn't place cool was though? old school, dude. Old school, like, like, dude, there would be ice on the walls in some of the cells, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah. there would be cracks in the c- cement and the and the moisture would get in. There would just be, I, I used to be in 72, uh, cell 72 in Essex. I used to ask for it because it'd be ice on the walls. It was freezing. I loved the cold. Yeah. Freezing cold in that room. 
all all throughout the year it was freezing cold i loved that room right i'm like i want to go to that cell yep. right that's my freaking cell right <laughs> room i say room now wow i must be uh yeah. <laughs> i must be busting out of this right on each but <laughs> but um yeah if you said that shit when i first went in yeah, yeah. my room they'd people be like dude that's your cell you're yeah. in prison yeah. you ain't in a freaking hotel so you know fast forward you know we could talk about prison all all day but when i when i got out I um I tried to stay in touch with Joe. You know, I'd write him some letters here and there, but like anybody knows, if you're doing drugs, you're running around getting high, you know, you lose touch with people. You ain't, you know, I mean, everyone's different. I can only speak for myself, but there'd be times where I wouldn't contact him and then I'd get locked up or I'd have a small period of sobriety or something. I, I always tried to stay in touch with Joe. And um, yeah. when I went down to Florida in 2013, I got sober, I immediately, you know, started writing Joe again. And, um, they changed the law where they where they they made of um there was a landmark case. What was the case? The case was Miller. It was called Miller, right? Miller. Yeah, and no, the Miller case. Uh, no, no, it wasn't a Massachusetts case. I think I think it was out of. I think the first one was Graham, and then the next one was Miller. I want to say Miller was out of Minnesota, but but um, and then Graham was out of Florida. But but basically, it was that um juveniles they started it by trying to convict this kid who had got multiple gun charges to life they gave him a life sentence with the possibility of parole in florida and then they took away parole in florida for everybody right and so they try to say well there's no more parole so this kid's doing the rest of his life right so, that's so that went to reasoning. the supreme court they they made language that said look when you're a kid you can't make these kind of decisions that yeah. you know should affect the rest of your life your brain and isn't then, fully developed right, you can and, make a conscious decision and then it went to the next step where there was a there was a death penalty case and they kind of said that and then the miller case came along where somebody was it was actually a pretty atrocious case the guy like set fire to like people and shit right yeah. killed them right but but Not um, like you throwing a punch Right. It wasn't different. like a stupid one. This yeah, one was yeah. kind of malicious. Yeah. But even still, the Supreme Court took the case and said, listen, there has to be some sort of opportunity where they redress, they look at people and they say, okay, has this person changed? Because, I mean, like we all know, you're definitely not the same person if you were even can be a person oh, at yeah. 17 or 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Day, you're just day. like a ball of emotion and no rational thought when you're that age. And then when you get older- Obviously, you, your mind changes. Yeah, you mature. Right, you mature, right? And so it takes don't. maturity into account. I'm still working on that. Ah, yeah, you know, it takes, it takes, we're, we're working on process, bro, all of us, yeah. right? But um, um, it takes, so they, they basically say it should take uh, some sort of review to, to look at it. And they first said a judge should review it. And then they said, well, you know, then state started screwing around with it and they made it a parole board could review it. And the parole board, they they offered me, I was like one of the first people. There was like 20 people ahead of me, but they all would still want to fight their case in court. And I was just chomping at the bit. Yeah. Get me before the board. Because I me didn't actually kill anybody. I didn't kill nobody. Court. But I had an atrocious prison record, granted. But dude, it was mostly just because of bad luck. Once I got into that first fight that I was telling you about, they really had no choice to be in. Well, now I got enemies forever. Yeah. Right on this side that I never really chose and don't really have no hatred towards and yeah. you know whatever but you know like years later I'm getting stabbed in the neck and you know like by guys I don't even know that are like cousins of a friend of somebody's brother yeah, that's how it works right and you know so these things keep happening so you keep getting in trouble you can't get out of that cycle right I remember being at your parole hearing and they were bringing up every fight 
Yeah. Every chick is. Yeah. And they're like, I remember the guy was trying to, guy was eyeing up young Joe like a leg of lamb. And they're like, <laughs> Joe, this guy's going to try to move on you. So Joe went on, it went in on him. He got him pretty good, right? <laughs> and he was this big, fat ball guy, right? So yeah. I remember the parole board says, do you remember, you know, attacking this guy? He goes, I know the guy was wanted to rape me or something. <laughs> and they go, well, what was, you know, can you describe it? And Joe's like, well, I can describe him. He kind of looked like the wrestler Bam Bam Bigelow. Right, <laughs> I'm right. just sitting there fucking, I'm sitting there in the gallery. <laughs> just laughing saying oh man they're like you know you think they would have been like you know this kid came in when he was 17 yeah. you know what I mean yeah. he's been in it was probably 22 years and you were at the right, right. 23 years yeah. it's like just and there, here they are these people they just want to like you Once know, they moved me out of Walpole, yeah, I never got in trouble again. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, really? You know what I mean? It was like Walpole was so much fun, was it? Right, but it was just a mayhem. <laughs> it was yeah. not peep, a bunch of nuts yeah. with nothing to do all day, yeah. but figure out how to fuck with each other. Yeah, right. And occasionally it would end in somebody getting stabbed. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that yeah. was. So and, I, yeah. I remember I was I was just getting sober. I don't know what year. What year did you get out? Fourteen, fifteen. Um, I got Nine. out about eight years ago. Or so. That was it. Yeah. Right. 15, yeah, right yeah. around there. 15. Well, so I remember I went to his parole here and the lady comes up to me outside. Are you here supporting Joe Donovan? You know? I'm yeah. Like, yeah, I am. They're like, oh, you know, what do you feel? I said, ah, well, we're expecting the worst and hoping for the best. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, it. it's all in the news. Yeah. You, you're unbelievable. <laughs> you always get in the news somehow. Right. You watch a salty parade. He's in there with the mayor. How the hell did this happen? Yeah. yeah so I remember, you know, going to his parole hearing and, um, and I know we don't got much time left, but, yeah. um, you know, they, they, it took a while. How long before they come back with a decision? Oh, shit, dude. Well, it was like four weeks or something before yeah. they came back with this. They were letting other people out before me that had yeah. had been to the pro board after, I mean, after me, yeah. they had their hearing and they were getting out before yeah, me. Yeah, what a long, what a long uh, four weeks, month, month and a half, you know, yeah. and they came back with the decision that they were releasing him, you know, and, um, I had like set him up with some girl that he, she was writing him a little and talking to him a little when yeah. he got out and, um, you know, I knew Joe was a virgin when he went. He he, I did, he, I was he always denied. Listen, he always denied it. But listen, but and well, I definitely I wasn't a virgin <laughs> after I met Mike. <laughs> so yeah, I set him up with this girl a little bit before, and she was like, you know, talking a little bit. So when when they released him, I picked him up and um. Yeah, he took a little ride around the block with yeah, uh, with yeah. uh, with the uh, lady. Uh, I yeah. introduced him to, yeah. and then we went to uh, was a straight nice girl. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, then we went to. Strager. She released twenty three years of frustration. <laughs> <laughs> then we went to Straga for a nice steak. Right? Dude, Straga was balls, kid. Oh my god! Right? Yeah, oh, I shouldn't even mention that. They didn't give me any money. Let's. Uh, yeah, we yeah, went yeah, to yeah, a nice yeah. Italian restaurant that we'll read. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Beep right. out the name, Josh. Yeah, uh, very right? expensive. From, yeah, from you know, state, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beep out the name, but, but yeah. yeah. So, so that was it. And and Joe, Joe moved on with you, his life. my lawyer. We were all together. Right? I remember it was like a whole group of people that were like uh, trying yeah. to help me. And then like, uh, you know, because uh, because of the thing, I had to pick a sponsor. You know, a you have to go through all the stuff in your pro. Yeah. And like, like you and, and my Joe's sponsor. sponsor. Yeah, that's how right. we can associate because yeah. he's not supposed to associate with other criminals. But yeah. I am Joe's sponsor, sponsor right? But yeah. but really, Mike, you really like introduced me to this way, you know, like to, to to like AA. You know what I mean? Like I didn't think this shit worked like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't think it worked. You know what I mean? And then, dude, you know, because the everybody house and just keep on screwing and, up and, and running you, the, a group every every week. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That, you know, he's in a sober house afterwards in a three quarter house and, and he got in the union as a union painter mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and he's doing great. You know, he's free. Yeah. And, uh, 
you know, it's like you, you, if you met Joe, right, you know, you talk to him and laugh, you'd be like, what a good kid, right? You'd have no clue, right, that what you've been through. Oh, you know? I mean, I guess it's also uh, how you look at the world, right? I always looked at it like, you know what? I had a fucking pretty fucked up life, right? Yeah. But, but compared to some people in the world, maybe like half the world, right? I got dealt a better hand than them. You know what? Right? You know what? You, know? you know what's funny is is I tell my daughter this, right? I've always had this innate ability. I remember being 15 years old in DYS. I might have been talking about this recently, and I'm laughing and joking, right? And I'm always like, you know, there's someone right now that trade places with me. I've always had that feeling. And then when I get out of prison after being with you, and I was homeless, and I was shooting drugs, and I was, mm-hmm. you know, dope sick, and I had nowhere to go, and I'm trying to call a detox to go in, I'd always think of you or Kevin, or other friends that were doing life, and I'd say, they would trade, they would kill, they would fucking kill. chop off their arm right now to be homeless, uh, to have the options I have. I can go on a detox. I'd be so mad at I you when you come a- back in. Yeah, I'd be so yeah, mad at you all the time. <laughs> I'd see you, but like, you fucking suck. I fucking hate your guts. How are you ruining your life like this? Yeah. You gotta get better, dude. You're a good dude. Like, I would just, like, you know, give him the prep talk, and like, when he was leaving, I'd be like, dude, if you fucking come back, I'm fucking you up, right? Like, we would like, threaten him and everything, and then like, he'd be like, hey, they try to get me to rat on you, and the way out the door remember that oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah hey is there anybody you didn't like anybody yeah. you pissed you yeah. off remember yeah. <laughs> did, I, did i tell the story when i the, the cop's coat and i stole the cop's coat louis, louis oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> tried yeah, to steal the, the cop's jacket on the way out the door yeah, yeah. they busted me but uh <laughs> but yeah um yeah did i tell that story just did i tell it yeah oh so while i'm leaving there's this kid louis flores who, who killed a couple of people in lowell i know yeah. a good kid and he comes up to the my cell door and he goes here he gives me this nautica fleece jacket so i'm like oh nice so i put it on and i'm i'm going home so i get the the uniform over it so i'm down in the holding cell my ride's coming to get me and the cop comes down he goes hey uh, give me the uniform you know i got your clothes here so i goes oh yeah just give me a second i go to the bathroom he's like no no just give me the uniform right now here, here's your clothes i'm like all right yeah just give me a minute because i gotta he's like dude strip down dude i fucking Take off the fucking uniform. I got the white fleece, not like a jacket. He goes, where the fuck do you get that jacket? <laughs> I go, I had it. He goes, no, you didn't. No, you didn't, Lee. Right? All of a sudden, fucking five minutes later, fucking here comes the block officer. Uh, comes walking down. He's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, give me my fucking jacket, Lee. Like, I go, here, dude. He goes, really? You try stealing my jacket on the way out the door? I go, yeah, man. <laughs> he's like, you'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. Uh, all shit. right, man. Uh, hey, that's uh, it, Joe. Thanks. Joe was the last second. I call oh, him like sorry. always. I call when did I call you? An hour ago? Dude, yeah, yeah. a couple hours ago. Dude, could you come over the elbow? I'm like, oh, dude, like what the fuck? Like I, gotta, I haven't talked to you in like a month. Like I, all of a sudden, right? Like I gotta last start. time I seen you it was at a freaking meeting, right? Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden I get a phone call. Hey dude, uh, yeah. like, oh, I gotta shit. stop planning these better. And and when I did it last week, I gotta Frank, wake up at three in the morning, dude. Frankie will yeah, you and where Frankie was like, dude, we never even talked about what we were gonna talk about. I go, I know, dude, I'm bad. I just kinda wing it and uh, yeah. That maybe maybe it's a convo, dude. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, maybe it's better that's to better. hear that, right? All right, dude, Justin. There's a ton of stories. Thank One day you. we'll get into them. You guys don't see Justin, but this is the this is the man. This is the guy that makes all this stuff happen. The, right? the man yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like you know <clears throat> the man behind the curtain and the yeah, Wizard of yeah, Oz. You yeah, know what I mean? He is Doctor yeah, Oz right there. Yeah, he's the guy. And uh, we're gonna start having some football picks too next week. All right, Justin. I, yeah, I'm gonna start studying right, and I'm gonna come in. It's like you want to be sure on the first one. Yeah, you know you, know, you should like ask all the guys in the 
Sobahos. Whoever said, you know, whoever they no, like, you, know you, do, you just Joe. go the opposite way. Yo, <laughs> you flip a fucking coin. Let's fucking go. <laughs> all right, all right, boy. You know, they just a real nigga shit. You real nigga story. You know what I'm saying? This beat is so so rich. Like a bunch of narcotics yeah, Pull up in a new robbery Living life, just got it Come on. Chopping bricks like a rabbit